Welcome back to The Cooling Rack, a podcast about the great Canadian baking show where we don't glaze over any of the bakes and there are absolutely no soggy bottoms allowed. My name is James. And I'm Michael. And welcome to our semi-finals week, our patisserie week. Yes, patisserie, delicious. It's basically everything I want to eat and nothing I'm ever even going to attempt to bake. Mm, very true. It requires a lot of gumption. Yep. Commotion. Yeah. Skill. Talent. Gall. gall complicated yeah. grocery store lists. Yes. 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 Like, you know what it is? Okay. If we think about the scale of the show, I think back to week one, cake week. Always cake week. Mm. I could participate in cake week. I'm not saying on the show, but I could participate in cake week in terms of like. Like from home. I could cook. I could bake a cake. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like. I'm not doing a patisserie week. No, like, no, uh, uh, no. Uh, uh. Buy one of everything that you'll never use again. Totally, right? Uh, like, you know, I could maybe even do harvest week. It might not be baking. It might just be cooking. So then I'm not really <laughs> doing the show. But like, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but at least somewhat distantly closer to Exactly. Whereas like patis- patisserie week to me is, um, I think it's a really, uh, I can't recall on all the previous years of the show but i feel like it may be the case where patisserie week is frequently the semi-final week and i do think that that is a really strong test i agree you know I agree. It requires a lot of different techniques yeah. talent yeah. not that the people who have left so far don't have it but yeah. it, it it does push everybody to their limits a little bit patisserie more. is like yeah. the most unforgiving of 100%. all of the baking you know challenges and when but. you can't excel which we'll see today like yeah. it does really come across beautiful and delicate as they yeah. should be delicate uh, delicate yeah exactly so james what was the signature this week uh it was a set of religieuse yes it was mm-hmm. which i love they were like oh it was like nuns stacked on top of each other <laughs> is like what they <laughs> said i was like yeah okay didn't know that. I mean, it explains the name a bit more, I guess. Yes, so yeah, yeah, totally. There's that. Um, but, uh, uh, well, <laughs> so not, okay. We're, we're uh, uh, second last episode of the season, only four bakers. So as you've probably been watching, our episode lengths have been slowly shrinking over the course of the season, as is to happen when there are less people to review. yeah. We also have a dinner reservation tonight. <laughs> Just so, like daylight, yes. So, yes, if this one's fractionally shorter, that may be why. Um, first up, we had Andrew. Who made some doggone religious. Oh. <laughs> doggone. Doggone. Dang it. Yeah, religious. Which, so. okay, again, we're getting more Tristan. Uh, uh, their dog, I just, he is, I, I'm not kidding. Years ago, our friends for uh christmas got me a framed photo of me with their dog tristan and i have it on my desk so you're like uh, obsessed with this dog yeah he's my favorite dog oh i yeah. love that for yeah, you 100%. that's why every time he's on screen i'm like it's tristan <laughs> like i'm not kidding it's because i absolutely love their dog he's the best mm-hmm. so we got some more tristan in these that was andrew's uh uh Religious was was basically like mini Tristan's, um, which had a really good filling and a really nice flavor combo, just like all around awesome. Yeah, I think it was a peanut butter and jelly combo, yeah. which I think Andrew has done in the season. I think he did a PB&J flavor of something else, if I recall. That's sounding familiar. He definitely uh, has done 
I feel like he's done other peanut butter stuff for Maybe. sure. Maybe some, some yeah. signature, and it makes sense for dogs because dogs do love peanut. Yeah, butter. Yeah, and and Andrew makes such good peanut butter mm. flavor like oh my god it's so so good and i know it's one of his like favorite flavors too and i love that he made those little jelly bones for the yeah. dog so yeah. it was just so cute so creative yeah loved adorable. it adorable i love the jelly bones that was very uh creative it was very inventive and i like the jiggle on them i i liked that um the uh what was it the judges were talking about like um no, okay, I'm going to cut this out. I forgot my mid-sentence. I literally, like, looked at something, and I looked, I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Looked back down into awesome and was like, wait, what was I going to say? I like when the judges said it was awesome. The, it was, okay, <laughs> moving on. No, I'm kidding. Um, But anyway, this was a really, really good uh, uh bake, like, very, very impressive. Um, On these, also would have loved to have, have tried them. Yes, 100%. Um, Camila. Camila, who made some riveting religieux. Yes, adorable. I, I thought that um, of all of the uh, uh, religieux, these were the um, like best looking, not necessarily in terms of like their edibleness, but in terms of like making something out of it, hers were the best. Like the frogs were really, really adorable. I agree. And I think the green croquelin on top to make yeah. it look like frogs was also so unique and something unexpected in terms of the colors. Yeah. So I think it made it stand out quite a bit. And the execution was also very good so that it wasn't just like stand out, but it looked good. Fair, very good in most ways, except the judges did find it very weird to slice them. And she said that she did that to fit the tongues in there, mm -hmm. which I do get, but I also think it's like, but it's just a tongue. Like, like if you I have to you pipe cut it in, slit, just maybe. cut a slit, yeah, yeah. pipe in the slit, and oh, then, then put, the, put mm. the tongue in afterwards, yes, right? Yeah. Because I, I can totally see how it does take away from a bit of what the shoe is trying to, like... The beauty of the shoe is that it gets big, but that it holds the filling. Mm -hmm. And when you just cut it open, it's like, well, this could mean anything that you hollowed out. True. Bruno did say that as a result, the shape of it, like it takes yeah. away from the shape. It starts to deflate and almost it's like kind of starts to feel more like an like a, it's like an English muffin sort of form yeah. or like a burger. Yeah, right. Exactly. Even as much as she tried to fill it, uh, the, the, it starts to dome. A little bit fundamentally. Yeah, but uh, really good flavor. This one reminded me a little bit of Hungry Hungry Hippos. Like they were all like quark, facing quark, the middle. Quark, yeah, quark, all for quark. the flies. Yeah, 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 so like yeah, it just yeah, reminded yeah, me of yeah. Hungry Hungry Hippos oh a little bit. Oh my God, that's so true. Uh -huh. yeah, and But and especially with them being cut open, they could totally be just like Hungry Hungry Hippos. Exactly what I mean. Yeah. Oh and she put the little fly in there too, which was super that cute. That was adorable. I haven't thought about that game in forever. Yeah, that, that game... Um, yeah, that game can be a little traumatizing. Uh, I love it. If it it's gets so really fun. competitive. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. 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 You can kind of hurt yourself, get a lot of blisters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fair. Although you sound like you're speaking from experience. A little bit. <laughs> when people, sometimes I'm like, what did people, what did kids do before the internet? I was like, we all got blisters playing. <laughs> Playing board games, basically. Or like N64 uh, uh, with the Mario <laughs> mm -hmm. where they like uh, uh, sent out a glove because mm -hmm. of the lawsuits about people like literally destroying mm -hmm. their inner palm. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Okay. Loic. We can make this podcast as long as we need to. <laughs> <laughs> I can make this as long as we want. Yes. Loic. Loic, who made a fun guy, fun guy, religious set. Is set. he the fun guy? Is that the implication? I think it's that the fun guy are fun guys. 
Like the oh. mushrooms are fun guys. Oh, I see. Okay. You know? Okay. I love a good pun, so I'm I'm here for I it. I love a good mushroom. I'm I love mushrooms. See, I love mushrooms. I love truffles. I love I love truffles. All things earthy. You you got me to get more into truffles like in terms oh. and like experiencing the flavor yeah like really yes. letting it soak you gotta let it come in and so the one thing i don't like is when people started putting truffle oil on everything i was mm. like well now it's too rich and it's all fighting yeah so we don't need to add five dollars to this entree because you decided to put truffle oil on it yeah but when it's just truffle and it's clean and it's clear and under control <laughs> It's it's what Maybelline or Neutrogena? <laughs> then it's clean and clear and under control. It is an yeah. exceptional flavor. Yes, yes. Oh, I, oh my god! Oh my god! Wow! You know, I'm pretty sure that I saw back to back commercials for Hungry Hungry Hippos, and then that Neutrogena like you know oh, yeah. cleansing wash back in like you know 1999 or like 2000. So, have you seen these YouTube videos where it's like, um, like the title will be like. Uh, you took a nap after school and you just wake up and it's like the soundtrack of old television but a little muffled and it's supposed to bring you back to like when you're really tired after school and you fall asleep in your bed and you wake up and your parents are already cooking dinner and the tv's on and you hear the ads and the clinking of uh, the, huh. the kitchen yeah there's some like weird nostalgia verse also in the youtube era never fell asleep after school oh i did i never i, I never fell asleep after school there wasn't a tv in my bedroom um yeah no there was oh, yeah basically every bullet point you went through that list is not an experience that i had oh oh 100 <laughs> for me 100 for me yeah love, love that it's a, little, a little weird okay we haven't actually talked about loix yet have we no we have not so they were a beautiful <laughs> there was a beautiful crack land on these mushrooms yeah really really good and i will say i appreciate he took the form factor a little differently i, mm -hmm. I, I mean i know like andrew made um dogs and we'll talk about candace who, who made rabbits but the like the the the, the stick the stem with the, yeah, yeah that was really that was really clever yeah 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 no they were really good um they really liked the uh mascarpone right but mm -hmm. they said that the jam could be a little bit tart now when you you notice when he mentioned he was using sea buckthorn mm. i was like oh because yeah, i bought yeah, a yeah yeah i bought a jar of sea buckthorn sea buckthorn berry jam from the bayfield berry farm like five years ago. Uh -huh. Is it still in your fridge? Well, I finally had to throw it out, but like I could not finish it. But apparently it's supposed to be good for you. It's supposed to like regulate your blood or something. I'm going to go with Prue from the Great British Bake Off here and say it's got to be worth the calories. Oh, right? yes. And if something is good for you, but it literally makes you gag or like, you know, this revolt, really then no, you know, so, so, um, but I thought that these were really really nice like I, I i did like them uh uh quite a bit and again the the difference in form factor was also fun a hundred percent um then we had candace who made a welsh rabbit religious set so the shoe paste was collapsing a little bit on these um but i did really like how because you know, it was funny when she said, oh, I didn't have time to put on the whiskers. I thought, oh, no, whiskers. Like, how are you going to see it's a rabbit? And they were still very rabbity. Yeah. The ears. The ears is definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's fair. interesting. No, it's interesting to see, like, what makes something us recognize something. And yeah. apparently with rabbits, it's ears over whiskers, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were. And she did. She was concerned they were underbaked, which they were. 
but the mushroom filling i think really carried oh, carried yeah. it through that sounded really good they said it was a really rich delicious taste the only thing was it just needed that little bit longer time to bake mm-hmm. just a little little bit more yeah no i i again everyone's signature really really good yeah yeah i guess you know at this point semi-final mm-hmm. we would hope that all of you are stepped up to a certain standard yeah <laughs> and they are and we saw it here so that was the signature my favorite was always in spanish when they would spell ha 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 ja 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 yeah i always loved that <laughs> so when i was like oh it's a chaha it's from uruguay so that's definitely a j there oh for sure. good for you yeah Look at you. Even though in my notes I wrote cha dash H A. Cha ha. It's the phonetics. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you applying your learning. I will say learning so because you have to learn French through like grade four to at least grade nine, and then you can choose to take like Spanish or if your oh, high school yeah. offers like another language. And I switched to Spanish. I don't mean this in a controversial way worst decision ever totally fucked up all of my french because all it did because there's so many similarities between those languages and it's at a point at a point in your life when like your mind sort of like like it just basically replaced a bunch of french words with spanish words in my mind and then now even as i'm trying to learn french again with more effort at this point yeah it makes it so much harder because I still have the Spanish words in my mind. <laughs> that is so funny. Well, apparently it was like a very pivotal time in your life. You know. got It got deep into your brain. Yeah, grade 10 to grade 12. Well, you know? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Lots going on. Lots going <laughs> Lots going on. Um, let's get into the technical, which will explain why we were talking about uh, oh, yes. uh, Spanish. So, James, what did the bakers have to make? They had to make a chaha, which is a peaches and cream meringue cake sort of vibe. Oh, my God. I... This is an amazing cake. I know that Andrew has joked that he's sort of like no friend to the technical, that he hasn't, you know, done extremely well. Andrew, I know you're listening. Can you make this for me at some point? <laughs> I really want to try it. Use the lessons learned. <laughs> well, I just, I just know that Andrew also loves peaches, so oh. like, you know, this just seems like a little match made in heaven. Wow, definitely. So we well, yeah. have a good peach season here. So <laughs> maybe in in July. Yeah, next the year. Like next year. August. Next year. Next year. Like we'll we'll do like we'll it'll be a little summer thing. My birthday. Summer. There we go. <laughs> That's that. Mike Brown's birthday is set. Twenty twenty four. We know what we're doing. Yeah, I want a chaha, please. Um, okay, so first up, we had Camila, um, who had a good meringue on the chaha. Mm-hmm. Uh, good flavor with the peaches. A little over poached. Yeah. Good cake, but the cream needed to be whipped a little bit more. I believe the yeah. filling was thin, yeah. which then affects the height. So a yeah. lot of this had to do with like. Was your cake batter whipped enough to make it airy? Did it bake long enough to make it airy and tall? And mm-hmm. then is your Chantilly holding yeah. the height it needed? Because this cake is a towering cake, and it's really only, like, two layers. Yeah, I know. That's what's so crazy. Like, And it's interesting because I am not a fan of, like, a huge amount of, like, icing, like, on, on things. But with this as Chantilly cream, like, right. that is different, yes. right? But, like... Prairie Girl cupcakes. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. 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 And everyone no. always, oh, yeah, no. they're so good. They're so, it's like, 
No, I asked for a cupcake, not a fucking ice <laughs> uh, icing lump with like with a cake. bit of cake. Yeah, right. Like you know, now featuring cake. Like <laughs> you know. So fun thing, I actually find that in many adaptations of pastry and cake that are from like less European places. So if I think about like my partner Tristan, uh, we've been together yeah, now for Andrew's a while. Dog. Not not Andrew's dog. Well, Andrew's dog is more than welcome. Um, <laughs> but a lot of uh, cakes that are made like in Hong Kong or Japan instead of using icing, they will just use whipped cream mm. for like the in, inside layers and for the outside. And it makes it, and this is what this reminded me of, the yeah. chaha, and it makes it so much lighter yeah. and taller and fluffier. Yeah. So sometimes you're right, when I eat like certain cupcakes, I'm like, whoa, yeah. like the whole bag of icing calm, sugar yeah. is in this one cupcake. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. need to calm down. Totally, we right? We need to calm down. Whereas this, I love, love the concept of. So I, I yeah. Yes. I'm into it. And and yeah, we, we, we touched on it all with, with um, Camila's, which I, I'm actually going to bring up the point you mentioned about the, the batter or not the, wait, they said that the batter needed to be whipped longer, not the cream. Oh, was it the batter? The oh, batter I thought the cream was the thin cake. too. No, the okay. batter for the cake. Okay. okay yeah. Um, so then moving along to Andrew. Who had a shorter cake overall. The cake yeah. was lower. Yeah. The meringues were good. But it was interesting because then once they got inside, it wasn't the cake. It was the cream. cream. And when they were talking about the cream, they didn't necessarily say that the cream, that it was because uh, uh, of like needing to be whipped or anything like that. It seemed like he just needed to pipe more. Yeah, like, I think there was that problem. cream, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and that the Chantilly was a little thin. Yes, yes. So more and less thin. <laughs> yeah. More, more and, and thicker. thicker. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we had Candace. Who had great height. Yeah. I mean, I think of all the cakes, Candace got like the height. Well, that when they, they showed up, when they all put them down at the same <laughs> time, right? I literally was like, oh, hers is, that one's tall. I was thinking one cake ate all the food when these cakes were like born as a family. It's me <laughs> standing next to anyone it is, else. It is. Like, it uh, is. I am very tall. Anyone who doesn't know, I'm six foot seven. Um, I'm very tall. So yeah, it's me standing next to even normally tall people yes. don't look tall next no, to me. No, no, you are But then when I walk giant. down the street, it, it is rare for me to see someone who is taller than me or like my height even. And whenever I do, I even am like, Jesus Christ, that person is tall. Oh my God, that's what I must look like to other people. Oh my, really? Yeah. You don't just see them eye to eye and be like, oh, this is a good No, I'm literally person. like, holy oh. fuck, that person's so tall. Wow. And then... I realize as I get closer and closer to them, I'm like, oh, wait, they're my height. Oh, oh God, people must think this about me. Yeah, I do. <laughs> like, because you, you have to crouch to go into the places. That's when I'm like, oh, Michael Brown's really tall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Candace, very tall. Um, they uh, uh, liked how she had kind of um, all of, like, the various meringues. Like, all of them were all done really, really well. Good cream, great cake. Again, we kind of... We had it last week uh, uh, where Kyla said, I can't remember about which one of Candace's bakes, but was like, oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. Like, yes. Kyla keeps yes. having these moments yes. with Candace's bakes where she keeps saying, that's good, and then basically keeps eating a bit more and then is like, no, no, no. That's like yes. really good. So she likes Candace's flavors. Yeah, I found it interesting with this one because like Kyla was like, "Oh, some were piped very well, and then some are kind of small." But I, I, I thought Candace actually did that on purpose. Like mm -hmm. she made some tall ones and then some more meringue discs mm. to give it some 
Dynamic. Yeah. Dynamicism. You know what? That's what I actually meant by my note there. That's what I was trying to convey in two words to myself, (laughs) is what you said. Yes. Um, And then we had Loic. So Loic to me made like the circus tent of cakes because like the red and the white, they reminded me of like um, big tops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But he had a great balance of filling to cake. The Mm -hmm. peaches were poached well. He had very good knife work. Yeah. He sliced those peaches like a fan. Yeah. Um, but he needed a bit more air in his cake, little I think. A warp fan of yeah. peaches. I'm so glad that that stopped. Do you remember Pride like five years ago when like everyone was just like the warp fan? I, I'm i so glad I, that's I, done. I didn't go. So glad it's done. <laughs> um, but yeah, perfect poach. Cake. The only thing they said was that the cake was... Uh, bordering on being dense so i wrote i wrote cake is dense ish dense ish memories of dense <laughs> the next the next <laughs> the next sauce from galen weston yeah. memories of density <laughs> what would that be i have no idea no idea record-breaking profits but continuing to increase oh and i and I, and I okay the order in fourth we had andrew then we had camila in third uh, Loic was second. And Candace was our technical winner. The e- Linda Evangelista, Evangelista of Chaha. Just Chaha. Chaha. What did yeah, I say? Yeah, you said Chaha. Oh, no, well, I think it's just we kept talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yes, the Linda Evangelista of Chaha. Yes. And, you know, did you poach those peaches yourself? Did you Chantilly that cream? Did you pipe those meringues? She could come out here without any buttercream and they'd be like did you <laughs> and they would say candace <laughs> your chaha is beautiful. beautiful thank you oh my god i'm like wait where do we go it's just because i literally have the moment of when you said she could come out here with a dough ball from the thousand layer moon cakes james i have points during the week where i'm literally just like putting on socks and then I'll just have, she could come out here with a dough ball and I like can't, it just keeps going in my mind. So Candace, congratulations. Congrats. What's crazy to me is that she hasn't won anything, like whether it was another star baker or or a first in the technical since week one. Oh, I She's see. star baker week one, but you know, so congrats to, congratulations. to Candace. Congratulations, yeah. yes. And that was the technical. And moving right along to the showstopper. James, what was the showstopper? The showstopper was a display of entremet. My writing almost makes it look like I wrote extreme with accents. <laughs> like, extremet display. Yeah. Uh, entremet display. Extreme display would also be really yeah. funny. <laughs> extreme displays. It's going to be monster trucks <laughs> everywhere. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> Bass fishing. Monster that's, trucks. That's the next four seasons when CBC has to pivot to keep <laughs> from funding. You know? That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're really losing the, um, you know, 16 to 35 male demographic. Oh, we'll just do extreme displays. They'll be great. Yeah, They'll love extreme. it. <laughs> totally, totally. It's just energy drinks. Logan Paul. Prime. Your 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 dessert uh, needs to incorporate prime energy the, drink. The theme of the week is energy drink. So instead Ooh. of harvest week, it's just energy, energy drink, drink week. Oh, that would be so good. Oh, and I made a lovely Red Bull gelée. <laughs> that would be disgusting. I made a cake in the face of Logan Paul. <laughs> Oh my God. I made a Joe Rogan podcast oh, microphone. Oh, oh, 
Amazing. Let's go into it. So first up, we had Loic. Who made a critterful entremet. Uh, I thought this was really, really nice. The, the interesting thing is the way in which some of the stuff set where when he, like, he was using that syringe to be so delicate. Oh, and, amazing. And I still thought that they were really great, very beautiful. It's weird how it went on so perfectly in the way that I guess when it sets a little bit, like the, the lines bled just a, a little, little bit. wider. Yeah, yeah. And that to me was such a bummer, which is not anything he can control. It's just such a bummer because he did it perfectly yeah and just like the entremet was just like but that's not how i'm gonna set i know so. i know i mean i know time was really tight for them too yeah. so there's probably some level of speed yeah. in that the wings were crazy i mean the fact that he got those on it was so delicate mm. and detailed and gorgeous mm -hmm. and when you slice them in half i mean loic had the best layers like yes. by far yeah. in the whole thing that he had gelet. the best yeah. layers yeah so beautiful yeah so good um they said that in his first one in the bees that the jelly was a little bit tight, mm -hmm. but that in the second, the hibiscus in the ladybugs, great. Mm -hmm. Really added some, um, what was it? Uh, he said it wasn't authenticity, but it made it a bit more like bougie, <laughs> basically. It helped it step it up. Yeah. Yes. Ladybugs step it up. Mm -hmm. um, and then we had... Andrew. Who made a beach day entremet. They, they said that he chose a bit of a difficult um, mold. Yeah, it reminded or... me of like those jello molds, right? Yeah. Like there's a lot of cracks and crevices where, where the... And it was interesting because some of them you could see there was that little bit of that thinner glaze on the margarita. And yeah. then there were others where it seemed to fully kind of in case like i i did really really like these i love the colors i love the little muskoka chairs he had accompanying all of it yes like, very very cute the the main comment on the margarita one though was that the flavor wasn't quite margarita it was just lime yeah and i think he i couldn't pick it up either if it was like the camera but it, it almost looked like I think there was jelly missing in this no, one, no, so, or was so, it? So there, there was, the was no requirement. Line. No, no, there was oh. no requirement to have to put in a, a jelly component. Oh, and Andrew see, was see, the see, only see, baker here who did not okay. have yeah. that. So they were sort of critiquing like an additional component would have been nicer. But it's interesting to me where well, that's where they, the tequila jelly came in. Yeah. Well, no, 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 but not only that, but like where where uh, it's like. Oh, well, all it is is like, you know, uh, uh, cake and like glaze, glaze or whatever. And then I went back, but you asked for cake and glaze. Like if you wanted to like, I know. give me the requirement. I know, I know, I know. This is my friend. This is my friend hat coming on right now. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> oh, we should also add yes. uh, uh, back in the signature, James and I were on set in this episode. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, we, we, so when we had the uh, interviews that we aired back in episode one of this season with Bruno and Kyla and Alan and Anne, that was actually this day. So on the day when they were doing the signature, that was when we were on set. Yeah. Um, which was a lot of fun. And uh, uh, you'll see a little photo on our socials that uh, uh, the, you know, uh, crew and production company were kind enough to provide us with, which we didn't even, it was so funny, like, uh, getting that photo. It was like, oh, wow, like, proof we were there. I love so, it. Yeah. I love, I love that photo. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Thank you again to the production. We had a great time. Um, and then uh, finishing up on Andrew here. So, yeah, there was the add the jelly. And then in the other one, they did feel that um, 
His other one was lacking a bit in the lemon. Yeah, so the cake was good. It really brought out the tea flavor, mm. but the le- iced tea needed the lemon, and 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 it could have punched a bit harder. Yeah, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, punching un petit peu more. <laughs> um, Candice, who made a wine and dine entremet set, jewels in a box, so to speak. Uh huh. What was the wine and dine then? In the flavor, I guess. Yeah, so the wines were all in the flavor. Because there was ice wine, right? But I like I wasn't seeing the connection between like what you made. Like I, I guess when I hear wine and dine, I was I would have expected maybe like something that looked so, more like a glass of wine, like upside oh. down, like you know. So I think there's an element of when you wine and dine someone, like you're kind of like. You know, yeah, yeah. So there's the jewels. There's kind of like in the case. It was like a case of money, a case of jewels, kind of, kind of sweetheart, sweethearting a deal maybe. And then yeah, there was the ice jelly, and then the ice wine jelly, Mm -hmm. and then the baco noir jelly. Yeah. And I can't remember what the the mousses were. Um, Well, the ruby mousse was a little too soft. Mm. That was in her second one, but in the first one, um, the yeah, they really liked the ice wine jelly. Which was interesting. They said that it had the right amount of tartness. And I was like, isn't ice wine crazy sweet? Yeah, but maybe that's why. Like, there Mm. was a way she probably infused some juice to make it a little, like, as opposed to. Um, And then in that second one, yeah, the ruby mousse was a little too soft. So it was, like, so, they basically were, like, the flavors are so good. So good. You're so close on this. It's just not, that mousse was just not 100% set. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anything else to add on Candace? No, so this is the, this is the one where I went because uh, you know when they were filming, Candace was like, "Oh, this mold didn't pop properly." A lot. So I was like, "Like, yeah. where is this going to land?" Yeah. But I'm really glad that the flavors pulled through here. Yeah, absolutely. And last but not least, we had Camila, who made a bird nest entremet. These these really like Lion like, King wow. realness, yeah, like, whole tree. Amazing, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I did not expect this to no. in, in this episode. Like, yeah. I just I wasn't ready for it. The the speckling of the chocolate flex oh. to do, like that was when you take it above. Like oh, that that sold like a level of realism and the delicate bits of the chocolate she had for like the little strips of like in the nest. Yeah, like it was just it was really. Wow. And she did a lot to give this thing height, right? There was like the first entremet, which made the the, the base, and mm. then she had the eggs on top. So as you slice through it, like stacking them, mm. really good layers. Um, it was really, and, and you could tell she put a lot of love and passion into yeah. it. So it was really, really nice to see. Really good. Um, so light. And then um, Kylie was talking about how once she was like, this would be the perfect breakfast. Like great espresso with, there was like the creaminess and like, Mm. Oh, and unbelievably light, apparently, yeah. according to Bruno. Like, did not know how she did it. Yeah. So it's good that the first batch of the coffee I don't know didn't how work. She does it. Didn't work out. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Oh, totally. Right? Yeah. Yeah. She made the right call. Let's put it this way: if if you ever think think to yourself here in your gut, <laughs> yes, if you know something's wrong, then you say it and you you do it. And you change it, and you make that moose a second time. Yes, you do. Or a third, or a fourth, or a fifth time. Exactly. <laughs> and what it yields yeah. is Starbaker. A hundred percent. Starbaker was Camila this week. Amazing job. So good to see. Because I don't, I do not believe she's won Starbaker I don't. this season. Oh, I feel like she maybe won oh, on week two did. or yeah, something like maybe that. Maybe week two. Yeah, yeah. Maybe week two. Yeah. But 
still amazing accomplishment. Book your ticket to the final. Get in there. Get there. Yeah. So this was amazing. It it, it was really really good from Camila, and I feel like these uh, the showstopper is what sealed the deal there. I agree. I agree. <sighs> yeah, Michael. So this is a hard week. I know. It's sad. The baker who goes home this week is Andrew. And friend this is Andrew. My friend. My dear, dear friend. One of my closest friends. This is this mm. is hard. This is hard. It, it's like, I mean, it's so amazing that he did so well on the show. And, I mean, got on the show in the first place, right? One star baker. Even better. And, and you know, made it to the semifinals. So great. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm bummed that I don't get the chance to see him in the finale yeah um here but you know there's always a holiday bake in there's the future always a holiday and bake. what he's accomplished on the show the feedback that he's had i mean we think about his showstoppers in particular over the course of the whole season i don't think he ever really let a showstopper down yeah technicals might not have been his friend but i'm so proud of andrew and what he did and it's been so fun getting to watch him on the show and i think what I think the other bakers in the tent have seen it and just from the interactions I see online and everything. And then I think the viewers have too. So I just want to congratulate Andrew once again, because it's really, really incredible that you did this. I mean, all of the bakers, right? But I'm just giving my personal angle here. And, and so... Uh, and there's only one episode left, so he's pre- so you're, you're, yeah, you're pretty yeah, much yeah. at the end. Exactly, exactly, right? So, um, again, congrats to, to Andrew. Sorry to see you go home. Excited to keep eating your bakes for mm, many years to come. Yes. So, next week is the finale. Another year. Another year. We're oh, <laughs> Another how, year. How? Another daylight savings time, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. In the depths of darkness, we get to watch a little summer treat going back to like some point in June, whatever it was. So we will see you here next week. You can follow us on Instagram at GCBS podcast. And uh, I guess there will also be a holiday one. So it's not like it's totally done next week. But for the season seven finale, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. The Cooling Rack is a Messenger Bag Media podcast. For more on how Messenger Bag Media could be your business's one-stop media shop, visit messengerbagmedia.ca.